1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, Early Break. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. To out their current job openings, as always, at gainatrucking.com. Thanks to Sean Callahan for joining us in the first hour. You can check that out at the podcast page at theticketfm.com. Call or text, as always, at 464-5685. And watch us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter.
0: Thank you to Bagels and Joe.
1: Yes, that coffee is saving us this morning, as it always does. Yes, it is. Snickerdoodle. Yeah, and it is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Bagels. Is it saving chill. you? Yeah, it is. I you, didn't, you weren't drinking it on Monday for some reason. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I brought was water. Weird. Yeah, it's like, Monday, you need a kick a little bit there, don't you? I oh, don't know, I feel like I'm way better if I have a coffee. Yeah, well,
0: you are. I don't need your opinions on that. <laughs>
1: hey, we all, we're all better with a cup of coffee. It's just reality. It's going to be true. Uh, SEC Media Days roll on, Sip. Uh, Day three of four is today. They'll wrap things up tomorrow in Atlanta. And yesterday, Nick Saban was one of the coaches who spoke at the podium. We'll get to another one that that spoke uh, next segment. And what he said that was ridiculous for a terrible program in the SEC. But Alabama is not a terrible program, Sip. And Nick Saban is 70 years old. He is nine years older than the next oldest coach in the SEC. Who is? Got a guess there?
0: The next oldest coach in the SEC is Mike Leach at that's, age sixty-one. That is correct. Yes, Mike Leach is sixty-one. That's right. I but don't, I don't I was, know after that.
1: I was read, but I was reading this article from CBS Sports, and that's where I read that. By the way. I know you cheated. You, yes. you cheated. I was, it was a trivia question, and you cheated on yes, it. Yes, I cheated. Um, so Nick Saban's seventy years old, and and he says that there's people out there that are trying to recruit against him, saying he's close to retirement. He says it's not true. That's just a lie. They're trying to get kids away from me. Now, keep in mind, Bobby Bowden coached until age 80 at Florida State. Joe Paterno was age 84 when he was done at Penn State. So, I'm asking you this, Sip. Nick Saban is not showing any signs at all of slowing down. They are very good still. They have not stopped in recruiting. The teams are almost always in the playoff or at least in the championship game. Do you believe Nick Saban could coach another 10 years at Alabama to age 80? Now the thing that would halt this is, is all this movement in college football. We've already we've seen coaches in basketball, like Jay Wright, step down at you know probably earlier than do you think he would at Villanova. Yes, he
0: did. I, yes, he did. Um, Saban doesn't sound like like he's bent that way. He sounds like he's willing to wrestle with the changes in the college game. What he said, you saw what he mm-hmm. said, and I will read what he said. This this is good. This is interesting. He said, I love my job, mm-hmm. Nick Saban said, on the SEC Network set. I love it. He said, I love the relationships with players. He, when you think of Nick Saban, you don't think of that, but that's what he said. I love the relationships with players. He said, I love the competition, the preparation for games. I just love it. He said, "I this is what Nick Saban said. Okay. I wish you all would ask all the other coaches who come up here – Because they tell the recruits I'm going to retire. Mm -hmm. Ask him how they know I'm going to retire when all I think about is what am I going to do if I retire because I love what I'm doing now. So how am I going to possibly be happy not coaching? Yeah, he wants to see. Yeah, he's sending he sent a loud shot over the bow that uh -uh, don't negative recruit because I'm not going anywhere. Now Leach sixty one, Stoops fifty five. Mark Stoops, yeah, yeah. Mark Stoops, uh, Saban seventy. Now eighty. I don't know if he'll go to eighty. Now he is fit. He seems very much with it. It. Yeah, doesn't seem like he ages that much at all. Um. Now he loves his job. He loves the relationship with players. He loves the competition. He loves the preparation. You know what he loves also is winning. Now. If, if he loses three games this year, with a tough schedule, by the way, I don't think they'll lose three, but it's a tough schedule. Um, they're at Texas. They're at Arkansas. They're at Tennessee. They're at LSU. They're at Ole Miss. That's not going to be easy, even for Alabama. are not scared. Well, of course they're not scared, but that's – I mean, come on. Um, wh- now, what – the question, Jake, is how much does his tune change if he has three losses on on the
1: docket? This year.
0: Yeah. Then, then what is it? It's, I bet the answer is that, a little
1: different. Does that piss him off more, make him even more fiery for year, well, age 71 next year? Well, I don't. that's a
0: good question because I'll tell you, in 2010, they did lose three games. In 2010, Alabama did lose three games, and then what happened? They went on a run. They, went on na- they won the national title the following season. I don't remember two thousand ten, but I but Alabama lost three games in two thousand ten. National title next year. You know what happened in two thousand nineteen? Remember two thousand nineteen when LSU beat Alabama? That's right. And Alabama played in the lowly Citrus Bowl. That's right. Do you know what happened in two thousand twenty? One of the best Alabama teams of all time won the national title. Yeah, it's possible that if he gets knocked back, which he well, he got knocked back last year. They lost it. Texas A&M, they lost to Georgia in the national title game. I bet, I wouldn't be surprised if they come back strong. I mean, he has the the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, okay? Best offensive player in the country, maybe. Mm -hmm. And he has the best defensive player in the country, Will Anderson Jr. No, he's a stud. Best defensive player player. in the country. So, So Saban has the best offensive player, at least if you go by the Heisman Trophy. And the best defensive player. And you know what else he does? He, he did. He brought back both coordinators. They're loaded up. They have some questions. Um, Two new tackles on offense. Oh, they'll be fine. Yeah, two there's new questions
1: there, but it's, it's Alabama tackles.
0: Three new starting wide receivers. Again,
1: yeah, it's like Ohio State, same thing. They reload.
0: Really strong running backs, though. Um, the defense has more experience, which should mean fewer breakdowns. The defense, I imagine, will be stifling. Do you really think there's any concerns for the receiver core with three, uh, three new not receivers? Not really.
1: It's the same thing as Ohio State. When they, lo-
0: when they lost those two guys, though, last year, at the end of last year, it was a pretty big dip, Jake. Sure. It yeah. was. You lost Jamison Williams, and there's – th- I can't say the other ones off the top of my head, the other name off the top of my head, but it was a pretty big drop-off, actually. It was.
1: I think they had time to reload, though. Get guys going. Well, we'll see.
0: I mean... Oh, I'm picking them. I think they'll be in the college football
1: playoff. Like, we we look at Ohio State. They just lost two first-round receivers in Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, and we're not worried about their receiving well, core. They got Jackson Smith, the Jigba. They got Marvin Harrison Jr. They got other guys in that roster. They'll be know. fine. Alabama's the same thing. They I mean, they lost Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith in the same season. The same... They both were the top 15 picks in the draft. And... Again, those guys got hurt the next the next year, so it hurt them that you mentioned there, but they were still fine if those guys were healthy. Yeah. Anyway,
0: Saban, I the thing that you have to ponder when you ask that question, how much longer does he go? Does he go till he's eighty? What I mean, if they keep winning I think the chances are greater, but man, I mean, if they if they lose, if they have a three loss season or a four loss season, then he's going to get pretty grouchy. Oh, sure. And there's going to be questions, and it's going to be annoying. And he he might be more apt to say the hell with it. I have seven national title rings. Don't need this, right? Seven national title rings. He might be. What if it starts to go a little bad? Well, in his mind, will he say, "I want to go out on top. I don't want to go out with Alabama scuffling."
1: I just think that's still hard to even imagine that happen with the with the assistant coaches he drags in there. I mean, drags who, in there, drags in there. These guys, they're all very established. I know coaches. Like you're not. You don't. You don't have to Google search them. You know what they are. I you know. know. You know that they're former head coaches and former top coordinators at other places they're all well known they're not gonna let it fall to the ground no no no. it's a machine it's a machine it is a
0: machine it's a machine but you know what everybody's gunning for you and you're in a cutthroat league down there everybody's gunning for you jake can you imagine being on top of the sec and how what that means in terms of jealousy and people and people trying anything to get to tear you off that crown I mean, you're fighting off slings and arrows all the time. That's got to be somewhat tiresome. Now, some of the machine sort of runs itself. There's players that just want to be at Alabama. The transfer portal actually helps Alabama because, well, they have five transfers that are high impact. I mean, what, the articles I was reading last night, they could have five high-impact transfers this year. They just plug now. Mm-hmm. If Alabama has a hole, it's not like, uh, we just got to manage it. No, you know You know how Alabama manages it now? They go into the transfer portal and get guys, and boom, plug them. Free year. We talked about this yep, the other day.
1: Yep, yep.
0: It's the opposite of the NFL. It's the very opposite of the NFL, where the best teams draft last. In college football, the best teams still draft first. They get the pick yeah. out of the transfer portal, I, generally speaking. I mean, come on. If you're a great player and you're in the transfer portal and and Alabama wants you and Oregon wants you, where are you more apt to go? Bama. Yeah.
1: Bama's you want to win king. a national Bama's title?
0: You want to win a national title?
1: Nick Saban's career record as a, as a head coach in college is 269-67-1. I mean, here, the question I would have is this: for in terms of the longevity of his future here, he's seventy years old. Could he get to eighty? Uh, what else does he have to prove to himself? You know, well, there's that. He's I mean, got seven. He's got seven titles. He gets ten uh, SEC titles, not all at Bama. Some of those LSU, of course, before he went to Alabama. Uh, what does he have to prove? If if well, you're he have Saban, to, no, no, hold on, Jake. What is he? Have, what is he? So want what? You, to so what are you suggesting he should retire tomorrow? I'm saying that he could retire tomorrow and still be the greatest coach of all time. I don't think it's.
0: I think great ones think they have something to prove every day. That it's not. Yeah, he's he. I believe he probably feels he has a lot to prove. That this year he wants to prove that Alabama is still the best. They're, I mean, they got beat last year. He has a lot to prove in his mind, I imagine. Texas A&M beat him last year. And then Texas A&M hauled in the, the greatest recruiting class in college football history, according to 24-7 Sports. Texas A&M hauled in the greatest recruiting class in college football history, according to 24-7 Sports, not Alabama.
1: How much you think that grates on? How much you think that drives him? R- rewind quickly to two years ago, before NIL was a thing, before you had Texas Oklahoma going to the SEC. I mean, you already, you already had some alignment, realignment with Nebraska, obviously the Big Ten for several years. But if the, if this was then, and Nick Saban's seventy then, and you don't have NIL, you don't have all this, you know, super conference stuff, is he more inclined to stay ten more years, or is he more inclined to get out earlier? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know how it's all going to shake out. If it's just stays
0: relatively static for the next few years, I think he'd be more apt to stay. I don't know if that, if I don't know how big of a factor that is. I think you can, I think you can overthink this. He, I believe that that people who are, who are as successful as Saban think they have something to prove daily. I don't think that's an issue. I think the losing would be an issue. I think that's when you'd start to wonder about how long he's going to go because of a couple things. The questions get annoying. I mean, it gets – then he's a target all the time, right? And then people are going to say he's losing it. Right, exactly. And you think they're negative recruiting now. Lose three
1: games. Lose three games. This is a guy that's won seven national titles, and and people are still going to be doubting him because, oh, you're getting too old for it. Right. How much does he have you wanted? Greg and Myrtle Beach, our friend, has chimed in on the text line. He says, Saban has doubled down and is pushing harder. He lost twice to his ex-assistants last year for the first time ever. Yeah,
0: he won 24 straight games against ex-assistants
1: before losing two last year. He, Greg's right. Keep going, Jimbo and Kirby. Yeah, keep going. Uh, let's see. Claytonia John says, who cares about Alabama? Hey, this is the greatest coach probably of all time, Nick Saban.
0: This is the program. He was
1: addressing this yesterday at SEC Media Days regarding his you know, retirement and your future, as of his, his comments, indicate no, it's really not. He, loves what he, he said he loves what he does.
0: If you're a college football fan, you care about what Nick Saban says. That's the way I look at it. You
1: have to. He's the king of college football. Right.
0: That's the king. Right. We're in a college football market. Of course we care what Nick Saban says. Do I care what Dabo says? No, I don't. I don't care what Mario Cristobal has to say, really. But I do care about what – and I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just picking two examples. Do I care what Ryan Day has to say? Yeah, I do. Because that is the standard-bearing bearing program in the Big Ten. Do I care what Nick Saban has to say? Yeah, I do. Because that's the standard-bearing program in the country. All right? I know Kirby won it last year. Georgia was great. Generationally good defense. But this is the king. And yeah, I do care what he thinks about everything. Because he's done it better than anybody's ever done it in the history of college football. There's nobody that will dispute that. Who disputes that Nick Saban's the all-time best college football coach? Who disputes I, that?
1: I, I, not me. Nobody.
0: It's, it's almost – it, can om, it's not even an opinion at this it's point. Just a it's a fact, fact. Right? It's a
1: fact. He's got seven, got seven, seven rings.
0: Seven. And they got a great chance to get a – they're going to be right there again.
1: That schedule is a pair, though. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I think they're ready for it. Though. I hope they club I mean, they, Texas. They, they I have, hope they club Texas. They have their Heisman Trophy
0: quarterback back. I hope year. they I hope they beat Texas by 40. I hope they, they, they beat Texas will. by 40. Send a message to Texas. Really? You, you, you sure you're ready for this? You ready? You,
1: you want a piece of this? You, you want ready? to come to our conference? And you know what?
0: As much as I like Jimbo. I hope Alabama clubs a And M. As much as I like Jimbo, I thought Jimbo was really disrespectful to Saban, saying things like his mom should have slapped him more.
1: Can you imagine saying that to Nick Saban? Well, the greatest he's coach play him. of all time. Now,
0: now a And M's got to go to Tuscaloosa.
1: Yeah, you beat us last year. Now get ready for your beatdown. That's what I hope.
0: I hope Alabama smokes Texas and clubs a And M. That's what I like. Uh, would you I be like,
1: surprised if either of those things happened? I, I expect No, they should they should, they should they should they should hammer Texas.
0: But that's in it's and it's in Austin where you've attended games and really loved it.
1: I did. I threw a horns down. <laughs> what are you reading? I'm just trying to get ready for my Irish segment here. So oh. I'm trying to do. I'm just preparing here. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Because, because we are going the countdown to Ireland is on right now as we are going to Ireland Dublin look at this I'm working in real time right now right now the countdown as of this very moment is 38 days and 3 hours 4 hours from kickoff in Dublin days 38 days NFL's 50 days away from the regular 50 season 50 days opener. from the opener there we're 38
0: days from Nebraska's opener
1: yes and less than that before we go out there so, look forward to that. Uh, again, our countdown is sponsored by McKinney's Irish Pub at 8th and P in the Haymarket. I was trying to find some Irish cuisine you might expect to eat out there. Because I, not, I need help with this. You do. You can't just go to McDonald's. I mean, I think there I'm is McDonald's, going, but I don't. It's, I heard it tastes different. Um, here's what you can possibly get out there. You can get bacon and cabbage. Does that sound good to you? Not bad. Um, you want some coddle? I don't know what coddle is. Well, I'm glad you asked. The main ingredients are pork sausage, Back bacon and potato that sounds great okay uh, you can get some, <laughs> uh, skirts and kidneys is a kind of pork stew in Ireland yeah, I'll, I'll avoid that and white pudding is oatmeal or barley pork meat or liver that <laughs> sounds terrible <laughs> they got burritos I don't think they have burritos in Ireland <laughs> I got a chicken burrito uh, I don't think you probably just, I just get want that. a chicken burrito yeah Uh, They do have porridge, though. I would would eat porridge. You know, I eat that in the morning anyways by oatmeal. Oatmeal. It looks like porridge anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So there you go. Yeah, the food. Hey, now let's just be honest about
0: something. We're both going to be tested by the food element here. We're going to be out of our comfort zone. You know I'll be out of my comfort zone because what do I eat 90% of the time? Burritos. Right.
1: Mexican. Yep. Apparently they eat a lot of seaweed up there too. Seaweed is seaweed. probably good for you. That sounds, sounds really good for it doesn't you. Doesn't sound very tasty. Though. Doesn't it
0: sound good for it you though. Salt
1: the heck out of that thing. Yeah, yeah that sounds
0: beans. great for you. I, that that's probably not bad. I want they got there's got to be good seafood there. Yeah, right?
1: seafood is big. Yeah, seafood is big. Absolutely. Okay, well
0: then that's where I'm going. Yep. That's hey These puddings just sound terrible. Now listen, I'm going to be eating mostly seafood.
1: White, white well too. I told you about white pudding. It, it, it's oatmeal or barley, pork meat or liver. How about how about black pudding? Ready for this one? In Ireland, a traditional dish made from pig's blood, barley, and seasoning. Why? That's okay. You wanna you want eat some blood?
0: I don't know. I mean, it doesn't that doesn't shake me too much.
1: If, if it's handled honest, correctly, that food does not sound very good. Oh come but on! But we're gonna survive. I thought, I thought half of it sounded good. I'm going to eat to survive, not to thrive in Ireland, I think. We'll
0: make it work. I,
1: and I'll bet the food's good. I've never heard
0: anybody really complain about it. Like, nobody has said, you're going to Dublin.
1: I I, I don't know what you're going to eat. I've never heard anything like that. Well, well, we'll see for ourselves. Have you asked anybody about the food in Dublin before? Maybe they avoided it intentionally when they talked about it. A lot of
0: people about. know you're going, we're going, and nobody's ever said, oh, I, I, get ready, it's going to be hard to Pack eat. Some nobody's, nobody's
1: ever said bring, that. Bring some bars with so you. I'm not too
0: worried about it. I'm not too worried about
1: it. Uh, Vanderbilt's head coach is oh, saying geez. ridiculous things. We'll tell you what he said oh, next God. on early break on the ticket. <laughs>